Hey, everyone. This is Chris Ryan from The Ringer. As many of you have heard by now, we lost a treasured colleague and friend over the weekend. Jonathan Charks passed away on Saturday. John was 34. He leaves behind a wife and a son, and we are obviously mourning his loss and sending all of our love to his family right now. If you go to theringer.com slash Jonathan Charks, that's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N-T-J-A-R-K-S, you will find a memorial page for John which has links to his GoFundMe that benefits his family and the amazing writing he did throughout his experience. I encourage you to go there. And if you can, please support the Charks family. Briefly, I will just say that John was among the first people that we hired to work for The Ringer. So he was instrumental in defining the voice and perspective of the site. He has as much to do with what this place is as anyone else. And throughout his experience with cancer, John communicated eloquently about the challenges he was facing, both through his writing and his podcasting. You could never stop John from talking about his passions. It's one of the things I loved about him. Over the last few months, you know, whenever we would talk, whenever I would reach out to see how he was doing, I would try to keep it very John-focused. And the next thing I knew, we would be talking about James Harden or Better Call Saul. He really loved this stuff. Uh, he loved talking about it, celebrating it, debating it, illuminating it. We're going to keep putting out our pods and writing while we grieve but we wanted to let folks know that John was in our hearts and that his family was in our thoughts. Thanks for listening. It's the Ringer Gambling Show, presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back, and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like 3-Minute Markets, and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus, and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler and visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Let's roll, baby. Welcome into the Monday matinee on the Ringer Gambling Show. Clearly, I have no voice. I can tell you this. Me with no voice, I still feel like I sound better than Chris Collinsworth last night. Raheem Palmer is with us. We're getting you ready for Monday Night Football. Buddy, week one's in the books. How we doing? Yo, life is good. And you definitely sound better than Chris Collinsworth. Dude sound like he was on the edge of death last night. And you still sound great to me. You're the same old JJ. But we had a beautiful week one. I mean, it was a beautiful week one. Obviously, if you guys listened to the podcast yesterday, we hit on pretty much everything. So, I mean, we just moving along, trying to cash in the contest this year. So, let's keep it moving. How you feeling? A lot of cashing, bro. Giants, a winner. Minnesota Vikings, a winner. Miami Dolphins, which I was thrilled about getting it two and a half a couple weeks ago. Winner. Los Angeles Chargers, even though there wasn't a whole lot of love 
from, I believe, was it one of you guys that didn't like the Chargers or was it anybody I talked to that didn't like the Chargers? Felt like it wasn't was us. The Raiders. It wasn't. I you. mean, we 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 were down on the Raiders, so it definitely wasn't us. It wasn't, it wasn't the East you. Coast I bias can't even crew. Remember, let me phrase it this way: Before we get to Monday night, what bet were you the most proud of yesterday? Oh, it's without a doubt. It, it, it's the the New York Giants. You know, I've been saying it on this podcast for months, and they went out there and did it, and they had to come back to do it. Uh, now, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I do think the Titans kept them in that game with oh, all the early think? down runs. Yeah, oh, my but... goodness, man. And, and then the end around at a tight end and not giving a ball to Henry. And then Raheem, even though it wouldn't have mattered for the cover, how do you get that delayed game there at the end of the game, bro? Oh, my God. Yeah, it, it's just, I mean, look, at the end of the day, it's just like we told you that the Titans were a team that we were looking to sell. We told you the Giants were a team that we were looking to buy. And it played out exactly the way we thought it would. So I was really proud about that. Um, I rode that one with you. That ended up being one of my plays in old school, new school on New York, New York. But I got to say, Raheem, my favorite bet of the day, the Minnesota Vikings covering the number Ooh. against the yeah. Green Bay Packers. That was one that I was the most confident all week. I feel like I was giving it out everywhere. And, you know, you get brushed back. Oh, you're betting against Aaron Rodgers. You're betting against the team that's been winning like crazy the last two years in the NFC. Well, week one last year, they got smoked. Week one this year, they get smoked. And I'm going to caution everybody now. This is something that you should put in the back of your mind. The New Orleans game last year. You remember it, Raheem? When the Packers yep, were absolutely annihilated. And everyone's like, oh, what's wrong with the Packers? They're done. They figured it out. They'll figure it out this year. You know, I'm not so sure they're going to figure it out. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. Ooh, I mean, okay. look, is that because of last Adams? year, I, I think that the loss of Adams could be a lot. I, I'm going to be honest with you. And it's just, you know, last year you, you, you had, you just had more weapons and they, they got some rookie guys out there. And I, I'm not so sure that this is going to be like, you got to look at this team. They went 13 and, and three multiple years in a row. And, all of those times they overperformed that Pythagorean expectation. And a large part of it was that Aaron Rodgers can kind of get it done. And I don't know if he's going to be able to get it done with this receiving core. I, I think they're not going to be that bad, but I, I this is not a 13-3 and three Packers team at all. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I think they'll be neck and neck with the Vikings, but I think the Vikings, to your point, have an excellent chance to go and win this division. If there's one bet I could have back, Yesterday, Raheem, and it was a great day. I mean, I did a whole lot of cashing. There was a whole lot of flexing. There was a whole lot to like. The Cowboys on Sunday night, bro. I had your boys. Oh. Sunday night special. And I want that one back. Uh, that, that, that was a rough one. I mean, when you look at the Cowboys, obviously, look, we've all heard about their record without Tyron Smith. But, I mean, they look worse than you it could was ever embarrassing. imagine. They legitimately yeah. could not move the ball in that game. <laughs> embarrassing. I mean, I was happy. I, I I gave out the the under the the under fifty one, and I mean, like I never even had to sweat that game. At some point, I stopped watching. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> well, listen, late in the third quarter, you knew exactly what you needed to see. This is going to be an under, and this is going to be a Buccaneer win. Is there one yesterday, Raheem, that you'd like back, or not really? I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I was disappointed with how the Eagles blew a 17.4 quarter lead. That was absolutely brutal. But at the end of the day, I don't want that one back. Like if you told me the Eagles would have a 17 point lead in the fourth quarter, I would take that any day. So 
I'm mad about it that we didn't get the cover, but I don't I don't want anything back. I think we had a beautiful week one. We pretty much hit everything. No reason to complain. No reason to be negative. Totally agree. All right, let's get to Monday Night Football. It is the revenge game for Russell Wilson, now a member of the Denver Broncos, going into Seattle to take on the Seahawks. This line is six and a half basically everywhere. Everyone and their mother seems to be on Denver. And Raheem, call me crazy. I feel like, and this is not one of my favorite plays of week one, this is one of these immediate stayaways. That's kind of the way I've looked at it all week. But as the week has progressed and we move closer and closer to kickoff, am I crazy to say that I'm like starting to get on board with taking a six and a half with Seattle or am I just certifiably insane? You're not insane at all. First things first, my model makes this game Denver minus five and a half. And when you look at Denver, obviously you add a brand new head coach. You get rid of Vic Fangio. Obviously, you add Russell Wilson, who's one of the best quarterbacks in the league, but they didn't play in preseason. And look, a lot of times when you have these rookie head coaches, they don't tend to do well. I mean, like before, I say before this week, debut head coaches were 7-16 and 16 against the spread the last four seasons and 3-19-1 straight up. Obviously, you, you had three head, new head coaches this year and Brian Dable, Mike McDaniel, and Kevin O'Connor, who all win their games with the with the Giants, the Minnesota Vikings, and the Miami Dolphins. But I just think seven is a little bit too much. Like, I mean, what are your thoughts on this game? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. I hate the idea of going up against Russell Wilson in this spot because you know he's had this game circled on his calendar the minute he left Seattle to go to Denver. That said... I think there are guys on Seattle who probably feel the exact same way. Oh, Russ didn't want to be here. We want to go and stick it to him. Nobody thinks we're any good. Like, I think that narrative goes both ways. Like, even if Seattle's not going to be a great team this year, I think we both agree they're not going to be a great team this year. This strikes me, Raheem, as a game they'd legitimately get up for against their former quarterback. And you throw in, not that I am some big fan of Geno Smith. Geno Smith played games with Seattle last year. 
they played a primetime game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. They easily could have won that primetime game. There is at least some sense of a comfort level. You don't have that with Denver. Now, I hated Fangio, but I'll say this about Fangio. His defensive game points were good. He had no idea what he yep. was doing coaching in game as far as X's and O's from the offensive standpoint. Uh, game management, going for it, all that stuff was horrendous. But his defenses were usually pretty good. I wonder if there's a little regression early from Denver's defense not having Fangio there, not having the continuity. I'm taking a shot, bro. I don't love it. it it's not a best bet by any means. But if I'm playing Monday night, I'm not playing Denver lane six and a half. I'm going to play Seattle and go the other way. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I think you're going to see major regression from this Denver defense. This def Denver defense wasn't good last year, to be honest with you. I mean, like, so I expect Seattle to like, like lean heavily on the run game, and they're going to shorten this game. We all know that's what Pete Carroll does. I mean, even when he had Russell Wilson, who was one of the premier quarterbacks in this league, during the first half of games, they ran the ball. So I expect them to run the ball heavy heavily, shorten this game, and look, you get a score here, a score there. You get this Denver offense who really hasn't played. They haven't played preseason. So they're going to they're gonna have some, some time finding a rhythm. And look, I mean, seven points is a lot. And then the total itself, when you look at well, the total. Well, I was going to ask you about the total. It goes from 41 and a half to 43 and a half. A lot of heavy juice on the over here, Raheem. A lot of juice. Yeah, I mean, I think when it comes down to it, it's like you have two bad defenses. Like, like at the end of the day, you have two defenses who really, like, I don't I don't trust them to, to get stopped. So I understand why this line went up. Now, I wouldn't advocate playing it at 44, but, like, I can, I can totally understand why we're seeing something on the over. And I, if I had to lean a certain direction, that's where I would go. So you would lean Seattle over in this football game? Yeah. Yeah, that's See, exactly I'm gonna, what I would I'm going to go the other I, way here on the total, and I don't love the total. I I can't believe I'm saying this, Raheem, because we gave out so many games that we loved on Sunday, and now when you have one, that's you always got to be careful. Everybody is out there. If you're getting into this stuff and you're new to this stuff, it is very tempting. Trust me. Thursday night, one game. Monday night, one game. Like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I will bet this game tonight. It's the only game on. It's not going to be one of my favorite bets. It's not going to be one of my high-octane bets. But I'm betting it. Football's back. Primetime games are back. I'm into it. But I caution everybody to say, you got to know the games you really like and then the games that are just there. You know what I mean, Raheem? How many times yeah. it's just there, you're like, screw it. I got to bet this bad boy. Let's go. You know, you know this, this is one of my phrases I always like to tell people. The bookmaker always they have to put a, a lineup for every game but your advantage as a better is that you can wait for your spots wait till you get an advantage you don't have to bet every game as a better all you got to do is pick the ones that are off so to me you just you, you got to be patient there's a there's almost 300 nfl games so just wait for your spot you don't have to bet every single primetime game you don't have to bet every sunday game just find the ones that are off so um for me, I think this is going to be a Sharps versus Squares game. And that's oh, very Oh, there's no clear. doubt. And don't you get the sense, Raheem, the sharp angle, Seattle, the square angle, Denver. And I always love these primetime games because I think they're like the bailout special. You know, people who had a rough week, 
They see Monday night. They see Denver coming in. Like, this this has bailout special written all over it for some folks, dude. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. And I, I think this game is very similar to what we saw in the Carolina Panthers-Browns game. And I think you mentioned it earlier on. It's like people see Russell Wilson come back and they see the revenge game. But what about the other 52 players on the other side? And I think that's creating value within the market. Um, so I, I, I think that's why you're going to see so many sharps on Seattle with the seven points. I think it's just a little bit, little bit too many points. So Raheem, the um, more and more we keep talking, the more and more I'm really liking Seattle, dude. This is bad. I went <laughs> kind of liking the game. Now I'm like, oh, I'm getting on board with the Hawks, baby. Yeah, I mean, like, as we speak, that line has actually just gotten bet down from seven to six and a half. I mean, literally as we're we're recording this podcast. And it wasn't so. me, I promise. I was not the one to <laughs> Not yet, at least. So that should, t- that should tell you where the sharp money is. Um, If you had a favorite play in the game, is it more Seattle or is it more the over? I think it's Seattle. I, I mean, I think it's Seattle without a doubt. Now, obviously, you do want to get that key number of seven. If you could buy it from, you know, six and a half to where it currently sits to, to, to a seven at about 10 to 15 cents, I think I'd be looking there. Do you think we'll see sevens later on in the day or you think it goes the other way, if anything? Um, I, I think I think the sevens are done. I mean, there were seven this morning, seven yesterday. I think the sharp money is chewed up to seven today and I don't think it's coming back. When it's done, it's done. And one note, Raheem, I know you're probably not getting involved in the prop market. Cortland Sutton is my dude that I have lined up. I think he's going to have a monster year playing with Russell Wilson. I'm getting him involved a couple of different ways here tonight. That is the only prop that stood out to me. Cortland freaking Sutton. But, buddy, I like when we are a united front. I feel like we are a more powerful team when we're a united front. And I promise you this. Raheem, was there any discussion about who I liked and who you liked going into this game? Not at all. No. I mean, you you told no. me before we, we hopped in the right Zoom, let's do this thing wrong. All right, baby? That's yeah, good. Yeah, I, I love it. That makes it. me feel better it. about it, too. No doubt. No. So, I mean, like, I, yeah, I mean, I think when the East Coast bias team, and I mean, we do miss house today, but when the East Coast bias team is united, um, we tend to hit more often than not. So I'm really well, happy about that. Well, speaking of the East Coast bias team, The boys will be back tomorrow. Week one will officially be in the books. We'll start looking ahead to week two. Uh, I'm going to be in the lab tonight. I'm not even there yet, Raheem. I know I should be, but I'm not even there yet. Like, week one was so exhausting. I'm doing pods. I I needed, like, the chill period. Maybe tonight I'll start diving in to what I like and what I don't in week two. But, buddy, I'll see you tomorrow with House. I'm looking forward to it. No doubt, man. There you have it. Monday Night Football Quickie. Monday night matinee on Ring of Gambling. Raheem and I rolling with the Seattle Seahawks plus the points against the Denver Broncos. Great job by Stefan. Enjoy the game, everybody. We're all back. Crew plus house. Manana. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. When I went on my last holiday to Cape Town, it was amazing. My friends were there, the weather was phenomenal, and most importantly, the food was fantastic. But one thing I struggled with? 
was finding the right places to stay. You know, all I want is a great bed, a fantastic shower, and breakfast that doesn't end at 8 a.m. I'm on holiday, I'm still sleeping. I also like ease, and the Hotels.com app easily helps me to find a perfect hotel for every trip. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly getaway or a relaxing spa weekend, on the Hotels.com app, you can compare up to five hotels side by side. Now, why would you want to do that? So you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings. And best of all, you don't have to switch back and forth between options. See? Ease. So, start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. 